What's up, Joes? And welcome to another episode of the Average Joes MMA Show. Jeff Shanahan and Rafael Chaidez. We are back. We're better than ever, goddammit. Ready or not. Yeah, good pick. Good pick, Raphael. <laughs> I haven't fucking Thanks, brother. I haven't listened to that song in a while. Uh, I've, been jamming the fu- I've been jamming the Fugees recently. I'm going to I'm gonna have to bust out some Fugees, man. Yeah. Yeah, every once in a while, you got to do it. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, you got to do it. It was a few weeks ago, maybe a month. I don't know. I went through and listened to uh, listened to The Miseducation of Lauryn Hill, because I haven't listened to that album in a really long time. But mm. Mm. I got to... Uh, so gotta, what you been up to, brother? Uh, fucking... Oh, just living the dream. I told you about it out <laughs> there. We, did, we didn't record on Tuesday, because... Yeah. I got home fucking very late compared to normal for work and uh I almost got into a fist fight with my coworker. <laughs> nice. Dude That's always fun. It was just it was a fucked up situation that totally could have been avoided and it was completely his fault. And all he had to do was tell me about the situation and I could have fixed it earlier, not find out at eight thirty at night when we could be on our way out the door. That there's this giant clusterfuck that I have to fix, like I do every day, and I flip shit, and I I was I just kind of started yelling, and I let him know that this was bullshit and ridiculous, and he got fucking snarky back, and of course I fucking copped an attitude more, and then he started talking shit, and was talking about how fucking don't let the size fool you and all this bullshit, because he's a little guy, so he's got little man syndrome. Mm. Mm. It took everything I had not to just be like, all right, little man, let's go. Let's find out what you got. See which one of your yeah. limbs I break. <laughs> what about that uh, small town drama? I don't know if you want to talk about that. Oh, fuck. It's not even small town drama. It's <laughs> it's just like, normal town anything. This fucking asshole hit and ran a pregnant woman. Oh, shit. The girl was pregnant, too? Yeah, the girl in the car I think was... I might have skipped over that part. Yeah. So nope, the, I never mind. I did read that part. So the girl was pregnant. He was already in a police chase before that. Okay, because I saw the video of the police chase. Yeah, so the video of the police chase is from the camera at my head shop that I talk about all the time. Yeah, so we're not breaking any news here. You guys can check out that video. Yeah, yeah, go to my page and check out that video. But yeah, so the road, when the guy makes the turn, if you keep going straight on that road, that he turned onto coming the opposite direction, you'll hit my house. Yeah. So. Oh, damn. Yeah, I'm, I'm blocks away. Like, I'll block two blocks away. So he fucking did something, takes off down the road. The cops are chasing him, and he's trying to get away, and he tries to squeeze between two cars and fucking hits one of them and then just dips. Now, this guy you is. You got to go, bro. The this, cops are coming after this you. This guy's already a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. He's. He beats on women. He's fucking... Oh, no. Yeah, dude. He's a class A piece of shit. Class Mm -hmm. A piece of shit. You could do a lot of things, but once you start beating women, then I'm like, yeah. Yeah, There's no... There's 
there's almost no coming back from that. No, we're talking like insurance fraud, like all kinds of shit. He's been in and out of jail. He, yeah, see, he's not frauding me, so it's like, yeah. eh. He's a piece of shit. He's just a complete yeah. piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And then it was funny. Kyle asked me if it was one of my boys, and I was like, nah. And so, <laughs> when, so when the dude reactivated his Facebook, he came in talking shit to me. And he's yeah. like, don't ever call me your boy. And I was like, don't worry, dude. I won't. I never have. You're a fucking loser. So you guys were considered boys? No, we've never we've never been considered boys. He he may have considered me one of his boys. I don't fuck with that dude. I knew him mm-hmm. because he, through circles that I used to hang out with, like people that I probably shouldn't have been hanging out with because they're pieces of shit too. But you know, I had like one decent friend in the group that I would like to hang out with, and so it made me have to deal with a bunch of other fucking degenerate pieces of shit, and he happened to be one of them. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, dude. Yeah. The guy's a fucking hot pile of garbage. He, I'm pretty sure he skipped town, never went and turned himself mm-hmm. in because he deactivated his Facebook again. Okay, so he just been messaging. So he got away? Yeah, he got away at the scene and then was hiding out, said he was going to turn himself in Tuesday because he wouldn't be able to see a judge and then he would have to sit in jail. So then... uh Supposedly, he went to turn himself in Tuesday, and the cop that was involved in the whole thing was off-duty and never filed a police report or a warrant for his arrest. I don't know. It's all bullshit. But, yeah, he's he's MIA and more than likely fucking probably in Ohio or something by now. The cops got the bike. Mm-hmm. He dumped the okay. bike somewhere. Yeah, no, it's just been coming up on my feed constantly, so I'm like... <laughs> Sorry about that. Mm-hmm. But it's entertainment. No, it's it's interesting. It's interesting. I'm like, let me check into this small town drama real quick while I'm taking this shit at work. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't, like I said, I wouldn't call it small town drama. I would just call it one giant piece of shit that a bunch yeah. of people are trying to put on blast. Hmm. He's a fucking pile of shit. Yeah, seems like it. Seems like but it. But you said once you cross the line into beating women, you're you're dead to me anyway. Yeah. Nah, that's yeah. he's definitely not someone I considered my boy. Mm-hmm. He was just someone that I was acquaintances with through other people. Okay. Fuck that. I had a pretty I I had on the other hand a pretty all right weekend, I guess. My weekend was pretty good. Like I really didn't do much. It was nice. Mm-hmm. I relaxed a lot. Um just well, that was a long Labor Day weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I had to work Saturday. But I got out of work. I barbecued twice. Nice. I saw that. I went and had some fucking, some good barbecue. Uh, was it Sunday? Sunday. Sunday I went to the deck before they closed this Uh-oh. restaurant down at the beach. Um, they have some fucking fire brisket. Actually, anything. Any of their smoked meats are delicious, but their brisket's what I fuck with. Um, nice. Yeah. So I had some, some brisket on... Saturday, Sunday, I didn't grill. I don't think I grilled out at all this weekend. What? I wasn't home much. Like, I got out of mm, work okay. Saturday. I went and did some shit. I spent Sunday doing, I went to the deck, got some food, and then I went over and hung out with uh, my friend Todd Bobby and his dad, who was in town, who I like to hang out with because he cracks me up. And then Monday, I did laundry and shit all day. So... 
<coughs> yeah, no, this Saturday I um <coughs> I hit up the NWO, brother. Um, <coughs> my friends wanted to do something like you know we'd been trying to plan something out like a barbecue, and then uh, some of my work buddies wanted to do the same, plan something out. But I've been kind of realizing over the past couple of years that no one takes the initiative and does anything. So I just organized it myself. And uh, Saturday, I invited the Full Heel Podcast guys, um, some work buddies, and I told everyone just to bring. I told them pretty much what to bring. I, I made a list and I, I asked everyone what they wanted to bring. I gave them the option of deciding. And I put the list out there of what I wanted them to bring. And uh, it was around 20 bucks that everyone wasted. Everyone brought 20 bucks worth of either beer, meat, uh, chips, dessert, or soda. And we all had a badass time. And I had a bunch of leftover stuff for the next day to barbecue with my nephews. I just had to buy some more burger meat and some more meat. But I had the plates, the sodas, the condiments, everything else. You, I always have it because of the weekend. Mm-hmm. But I got, got to grill out twice. Um, That's what's up. Yeah, um, you know, bit the bit the bullet on Saturday because you know, if you're well for me, if I'm if I'm hosting it, I want everyone to enjoy themselves, even if I'm kind of working myself at the same time. Even right. though grilling, I don't find it work anymore. I'm the same way though. When yeah, it comes everyone's to, like, like fight take nights. A, yeah, uh-huh. everyone's like take a break, take a break, and I'm like no, like yeah, twofer. Everyone's like, take a break, take a break. And I'm like, you know what? I'm like, as long as everyone's eating and all the food's cooked, then I'll take a break. So we chilled from like 2 to like 11. They went on a beer run. Um, I brought out my one of my TVs. I brought out my 64. I brought out uh, Mario Party, Mario Kart, and Super Smash Brothers. So they were playing Super Smash Brothers in the garage while I was grilling. Nice. People were arriving. People were eating. People were playing video games. It was, it was a nice chill time. Um. It was fun, you know, just I like when people enjoy what I cook. That's what I always said about the restaurant. I like seeing I like seeing people's faces after after eating something and seeing not enjoyment, but that they enjoyed it, you know. Mm-hmm. Not like, oh, it tastes like shit. No, nah, you know, it's like, oh, this is good. And people tell me, man, like that burger is really good. What do you what do you use? What ingredients do you use? And then when I tell them 2370 uh 20, 2370, uh, no, it's 73-27% fat to beef ratio. Yeah. And they're like, they're like, that's it? And I'm like, yes, that's it. It's just I know how to cook them right. So they're super juicy. I've become a grill master. Um, I don't know. I just like, I like seeing people's faces. And I knew that that's what it was going to be, me hosting, me manning the grill the whole time, and people enjoying themselves. But that, like I said, I knew that's what it was going to be. I had fun. Um, I'm glad my friends had fun. We all had a fun time. Ate. A lot of people got drunk. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't even have a beer. Some guy, uh, one of my friends from work is like, come on, have a beer. Come on, have a beer. He kept on telling me. And I'm like, no. I'm like, why do you fucking keep telling me? I keep telling you no. And then um, I'm like, take a hit. And he's like, no. And I'm like, see, you fuck face. You want me to tell you every fucking single time I take a hit to take a hit? I'm like, I don't do it because I'm not an asshole. And then he stopped after that. Right. <laughs> it, well, it's because I don't do it. I'll I'll offer someone. I'll be like, hey, you want to you wanna take a hit? And if they say no, I'm like, cool, more weed for me. Right. And if they do want to hit it, here you go, hit it, boom. 
but not after every fucking every, every time it goes around. Come on, hit it. Come on, hit it. Hit it. Just once. Just come on. Just one. I'm not that. I'm not that type of dude. But I hate. I and I started telling people, I'm not drinking and I'm not gonna have a beer to make you feel better. I'm like, I used to do it to make people feel better. I'm not having them anymore. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want. I don't want one or two beers. I'm like, I don't want ten beers. I don't want beer. Or liquor. I'm like, I, that's just not my thing. I like beer. Beer's delicious. Yeah. But mm-hmm. if it's not your thing, it's not your thing. Yeah. I'm also I don't... The, I'm also the type of dude that I can I can have one or two and be fine. Like yeah. not have I don't have to drink a six pack or get wasted every time I have a beer. I can simply See, but crack open that's... a beer and have one. That's not the that's not the, that's not the case with other people. That's man. not the case with other people. I I I realize and know that quite well. I mean, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. When I want to throw it out and I want to drink, I drink. Yeah. But like last night, I I went over and recorded a song. I had one beer. Yeah. I drank a beer while I recorded. I usually do when I record a lot of times because water water helps, but it it doesn't seem to keep my throat as not dry. Like beer, just it's what I bring on stage with me, so it's just like okay, I know. So I just take a couple swigs of beer, and I'm fine. Mm-hmm. It, it loosens the vocal cords up a little bit, you know. I mean, really, you want to loosen your vocal cords up, you take a shot of whiskey, but I thought you drank some milk. No, that's if you get, that. that's if you ate I... spicy food. Oh, okay. Nah. Don't they just actually get it all like uh... milk would like coat the throat a lot? Yeah, exactly. Honey, It'll coat it. Honey, yeah. you want. Honey is good for like coating the throat and stuff, but like me, 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 me. Yeah, a lot of like metal singers and shit, or like people that <clears throat> a lot of like they gotta use their voice aggressively. I rap aggressively, so sometimes I lose my voice. Um, they take shots of like brandy or whiskey before they sing or record. Very nice. Uh, Zach Wild chugs beer. Yeah, Zach Wild's just a fucking. <laughs> Neanderthal. I love Zach Wilde. That's not an insult <coughs> by any sense. He's a rock god. He is a rock god, but he's a fucking barbarian. He is uh, a, in every he, sense he's of the word. Definitely not a Neanderthal. Zach's actually a pretty smart dude, but mm-hmm. yeah, he's smart as shit. He's a fucking. That, he's a wild animal. That guy's the. He's been the epitome of rock and roll. The look, the fucking style, how he plays, the sound that he puts out. It's crazy. I love going back and watching the movie Rockstar because mm-hmm. you can see like pre-beard Zach Wilde again. I need to go and watch that. Yeah, do it. It's like it's before like Black Label Society Zach. Okay. So it's still super long blonde hair, but no beard. That's some that's some metal I could stand. I love that shit. Some heavy metal that I could stand because he's not. Black, he's not black just label. Yelling. Yeah, he's not just yelling like. <laughs> no, like he'll have some yelling, but you can understand his lyrics. Man, I can understand the yelling. Yeah, well, I know what people are saying. Mm-hmm. It's just not. It's not a pe- I, I I don't like it. You gotta open your ears, bro. Nah, I'm good. You gotta open. Gotta open your ears. Uh, I'll, you... I'll just. I'll listen to some Queen. <laughs> did you uh, did you listen to the new Eminem record this weekend? I yeah, I heard it uh, probably like twice on loop while I was grilling. So yes, I heard it on the background. 
Okay. You haven't actually listened to it, listened to it, though? No, I haven't sat down and listened to it, listened to it. Um, just from grilling and listening to it in the background, it did remind me a little bit of old Eminem. It is. He, did seem, he seemed angrier. He is angry. It's, I don't know. Okay. It's a good album in the sense that his last few records really have been shit. Yeah. The last one in particular I thought was shit. I didn't really think the Marshall Mathers LP2 was very good. I didn't think Revival was very good. Or, uh, 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 Relapse. I haven't really thought an Eminem has put out a good record since, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, definitely not in the last decade, not since 2010. Yeah. So I was, part of me was happy to hear angry, rapidy rap, slim shady. Um, but like the first couple tracks, I got really excited. I liked what he was doing by like five, six songs in. I was kind of (laughs) tired of the narrative of him. Being super angry at everybody for not liking the last album. When at the same time in a couple songs, he's like, yeah, admitting like, yeah, I, I, it wasn't a great album. I probably didn't do a great job, you know, whatever. And I'm paraphrasing, obviously. But then he had an entire song dedicated to every hip-hop journalist. Like he named all these big names in hip-hop journalism who said anything about revival being bad and i don't know for for as much as i wanted that slim shady to come back coming back in the form of a almost 50 year old man yeah who's going just ape shit about a bunch of kids that idolized him uh, meh I got tired of of being pissed off that people didn't like revival. Uh, yeah, uh, I I listened to it a couple times. I need I need to sit down and listen to it. But I think the big hype around it is because of the beefs that are coming out from it. And it's like, well, the MGK stop. the MGK beef came out after the fact, though. Like mm-hmm. my timeline, all day Friday from the time I woke up before before MGK had even responded yet it was before even the the g easy disc had dropped on mgk um but like my timeline i mean my timeline is full of a lot of rappers because i have a lot of friends that are rappers so obviously they're fucking mm-hmm. going but just the general public in general or general public in general jesus christ just the general public of people i know like i didn't get to listen to it till later friday night or like friday afternoon but the whole day, my my shit was just full of people talking about how great this album was, and I can see it. It's a good album. I don't think it's bad. I think it's the best album he's put out this decade for sure. But the narrative just got tired to me, and I don't know. I don't know. I I want to get it on my phone so I can put it in my ears and listen to it. That's what I want, or yeah. my car. But, um. Yeah, I just need to listen to it more. But from what I heard, it was all right. It was pretty. I mean, it, it's a good album. It's a good Eminem album. But I think he could have. He could have had more content. The mm-hmm. content was 
while it was an album, like I think it was like 10, maybe 12 tracks. I mean, there's a couple of skits. There wasn't a lot of content to it. It was all mostly just him talking shit to people for talking shit about revival or dissing mumble rappers and other rappers that he feels like's beneath him. Like he said some kind of fucked up shit about Tyler the Creator. Yeah, I heard he came after Tyler and Earl Sweatshirt too. Yeah, uh, he came after Tyler Earl. There was Earl a, idolizes him. I know. Never really come at him. So is Tyler. Tyler loves fucking Eminem. You know, he shouts out a couple of guys like Hobson and yeah. uh, Logic. Wait, he shouted out Hobson. Yeah, he gave he gave Hobson props. But no, I'm not saying anything like Hobson's bad. But you're gonna shit on Tyler, but shout out Hobson. I can see why, because Hobson's more lyrical mm-hmm. and a little bit of a better rapper, I think. So he's kind of more in M's wheelhouse. But you're right, like the same time, the same time. But and uh, Earl too, because Earl has like straight up lyrics, a lot of lyrics where he references M a lot, like a lot. That that's why I liked Earl from when I first listened to him because he was a big Eminem fan. <laughs> He, That's I find it kind of weird. He also, <coughs> he also dissed Drake and then denied dissing Drake mm-hmm. because I don't think he wants that smoke with Drake. Because I mean Eminem, Eminem's a legend, but like Drake's the fucking Drake's the goddamn man right now. No matter how much I hate Drake's music, Drake's the fucking he's the one. Yeah, I, as much as I don't understand it and I don't get it because I've become that guy that I used. to to be like to, to, to tell me that I didn't get it at the time. Now I've become the guy. Like you know, when I was listening to Blink One Eighty Two and some Forty One, right, 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 right. it just sucked. Now I've become that guy. And but the thing is, like you, we we see for what it is. We can appre- we can appreciate it for what it is. Yeah, he has become the man, and he has taken over right now. Doesn't mean I've got to like his music or listen to it. Yeah. Well, what was funny to me so. He the the line is um I can't remember the exact line now, but it it basically was a line about ghostwriters. Mm-hmm. And who's the one that's been fucking called out the most for have about ghostwriters? Drake. Drake. But yeah. then Paul Rosenberg, M's manager, comes out and releases a statement that oh no, we, we he didn't diss Drake. That wasn't about Drake. Well, who the fuck was it about, Marshall? <laughs> Who the fuck was it about? No, you're trying to save face now because you don't want to go at Drake. You saw what he did to Meek. You saw what he tried to do to Push. Push fucking killed him lyrically, but the kids don't care because the kids don't fucking understand Push T because he's a rapper, not a fucking pop star. Well, see, that that's the thing. That's why I say I, I don't understand this game anymore. It, it hasn't become about rap. It's become about status. And not necessarily getting there through that. Well, there's what it's about in the eyes of the mainstream and the populace. And what it's about in the eyes of the hip-hop community. Mm -hmm. You look at it through the eyes like I do. Through the hip-hop side. But it's about mass appeal now. Yeah. For them. I mean, that... Mm -hmm. That's not the type of artist I would want to be. I mean, granted, the money would be sweet 
Yeah. But I'm not the type of person that I think I could fucking sell out my my morals and shit for that. Yeah. It would have to be clear that I would it, it's a joke. Yeah. It would have to be clear out there that yes, I'm making all of this money and yes, I will portray this character. But this is this isn't real. But I'm also really disappointed in Eminem that he hasn't responded to MGK by now. He hasn't. I have. I've no. seen a bunch of like they're fake. Oh, the responses, but I haven't. I haven't. They're listened fake. To them. Just... Some of them. Some of them are are snippets of tracks off this new album, off of Kamikaze, mm-hmm. where he's dissing other people. Uh, one I've clicked is his diss about uh, Ja Rule back in the day. So yeah, no, he hasn't responded. Only the only MGK I like is when Kevin Owens powerbombed them off the stage and onto the tables. I, I mean, I don't I'm not a fan of his music. There's a he's got a couple of songs that I like. Uh the the uh Till I Die that fucking Stepe walked out to. Uh his song with Waka Wild Boys. I like that track. I've seen MGK live. My ex girlfriend mm-hmm. is an MGK fan. I don't know if you saw my tweet. <laughs> no. If you have you put? <laughs> I said my uh my ex girlfriend is a huge MGK fan, but she's also marrying a dude who repeatedly beat the shit out of her, so Oh yeah, I did see that. I might have liked it. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of shows you the type of quality of fans that MGK oh, has. Then, yeah. <laughs> I've never given him a chance, so he, I just say I'm not a fan. I'll I'll tell you, like Machine Gun Kelly can rap. Mm-hmm. He can rap. He can rap fast. He can rap well. He's got good flow. He's got and, and he he's actually a a good entertainer. Like his live shows are pretty good. He's got a band. Sometimes he plays some guitar. He, he fucking goes crazy. Like, Kels puts on a good show. That's not somebody I would go see again, but I, I went. It's like Salvia. I did it once. I don't know if I'll ever do it again. <laughs> Never done Salvia. I don't want to. I've heard too many fucking hey, horror stories. You got to do it once, bro. Do you? I'll say, I'll say that. Do it once. And ah, then... I'm good, man. I'm good. I don't need yeah, to right. do it once. Even with that one, it's not even like, oh, okay. It's like, what do you mean do it once and then never again? Is right. It bad? <laughs> right. No. I just feel I felt stupid. No. Like, I'm like, I'm never coming out of this dumbness. Right. No, I'm good. If I want to get weird, dude, I can fucking take DMT. Mm-hmm. That's that's around now. Salvia is definitely the dumb dimension Like where you're like, oh, man. I'm fucking dumb. Like, I felt stupid. Motherfuckers are smoking DMT and vape pens around here. God damn it. Yeah, bro. Blast off. Mm. It's a thing. Dude, I think I was, when I when I did uh, DMT that one time, I think I did it to the point where it was like, where I was about to be lifted up and boom, and shot up into space. And I think I was getting the lift off and then I don't know. Because it was a trial. I didn't even pay for it. Like, I, I wasn't trying to try it. I just knew this white guy, this townie from Champagne that I was buying <laughs> drugs from. And he's like, 
He was younger than me. He didn't go to U of I, but he was a townie. He he looked like Shaggy, like from uh, Scooby Doo. It wasn't me. Yeah, no, he looked like Shaggy from Scooby Doo. Oh, okay. Shaggy. Raggy. Raro Raggy. Raro Raggy. And uh, one time, I'm like, hey, can I can I stop by? And he's like, I'm actually not home right now. What do you need? And I'm like, uh, this. He's like, okay, I'll stop by later. Stop by with this book bag, and he's like, hey, uh, do you ever try DMT? And I'm like, uh, no. And he's like, you want to try some? And I'm like, uh, sure. And he's like, all right, I'll give you a little bit just so you can try it out. So he he hit it first, and then he he was on the couch just looking up like uh, like he just fucking rocketed chip somewhere. I didn't know what I didn't know I, I had never heard of it, so I just saw him like chilling uh, on the couch for like a couple minutes, and then he came back. Not even maybe like. I don't know how it was short, but long enough for him to enjoy it, I guess. And then I took my hit, and then I, I, I almost went somewhere, but I, I think I ran out of fuel. <laughs> I had too much cargo. I had to go back. We we miscalculated. I'm like, ah, oh, the fuel's not gonna be enough. We need to go back. <laughs> we had to have an emergency landing. <laughs> yeah, we, you turn, you turn. We're not gonna make it there and back, dude. We need to get back. But um. I wouldn't mind trying trying it again, but you guys are doing it in fucking vape pens now. That's crazy. I haven't done it in a vape pen, but yes, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, Jeff, you haven't done it. In... No, I haven't. I no. I I mean, legitimately, I haven't. <laughs> I would. Why wouldn't yeah. I say it? Because I, I, I fucking know. talked about taking mushrooms on here every time I've done it. I've listed every drug I've done on this podcast. So. Mm. I smoke fucking oil and weed. Uh, you're the one that lives in an illegal state. What are you talking about, bro? I live in fucking Cali. <laughs> they don't know where. They don't know where, man. Oh, this is a remote location. You have said, no one's supposed to know about. You have said so many times where you are. <laughs> <laughs> From this remote location and undisclosed area. <laughs> Oh shit! What do you say we get into this card this weekend? Let's do it. All right. UFC 228 coming up this weekend from Dallas, Texas. Your main event: the champion, the chosen one, Tyron Woodley, taking on the gorilla, Darren Till. God damn! Mm-hmm. So I've gone over this in my head a bunch. Me too. It's back and forth on who's going to win. I really... Oh, man, I don't know. Tyron Woodley, obviously, going for his... What now? Wow. Technically, it would be his fifth title defense, but, uh, I mean, three and the draw against... No, I'm sorry. This would be his fourth, his fifth but fight. But he drew with. Yeah, so his second second title fight, or title defense, third title defense, whatever. He's beaten Wonder Boy and Damian Maya. Damn, I thought he fought somebody else since day. Oh, yeah, he had shoulder surgery. That's right. Yeah. That's right. He's coming back from being on the shelf. Till... Coming off of the unanimous decision win over Wonder Boy last May. 
close fight. I yeah. I gave it. I thought I thought Wonder Boy won, but that's not taking anything away from Till. He showed us the quality of striker he was. We knew he was good, but we got to see him against another high quality striker and how well he did. When he was smart. I mean, he yeah. didn't he didn't rush in on Thompson. Like he did it right. That fight with I mean, wasn't the most exciting fight. They only threw 68 strikes between the two of them in a five-round fight. But Darren Till did the smart things and didn't play into the strengths of Wonderboy Thompson. What concerns me is the wrestling of Darren of uh, Tyron Woodley. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the that's the thing that Darren Till has to worry about. Yeah, power for power, uh, it's a pretty interesting matchup. Uh, I mean, Woodley we know has knockout power when he wants to. He hasn't knocked anybody out since he won the title, beating Robbie Lawler. But nonetheless, he does have the power. He's got the drop you with one shot power for sure. Ask Wonderboy Thompson. Yeah. So I've I've gone over this in my head, thinking about it. See who has the better weapons. And I think it's going to come down to striking. I don't think we're going to. I don't think wrestling is going to come into a factor here. I do think Woodley has the better wrestling, but I think there's going to be a. I think uh, Till's takedown defense is going to come into factor here. Woodley's only ever gotten five takedowns throughout his whole career. Well, in the UFC, sorry. If if, if the UFC, yeah, the UFC only counts what they have. He's only gotten five takedowns in the UFC. He likes striking, and um. Condit is, I wouldn't say he's the best takedown defense. We've seen him getting taken down a lot. And um, I think Till's going to come forward, going to come forward on Woodley, and Woodley's going to try to unload his gigantic right hand and uh, knock out Till. But I I don't think Till's going to fall for that. We saw him him with with uh, Thompson, and we saw how smart he is in the striking department. We saw him be able to be patient. Yes. And uh, in, in the striking, we've seen that usually that's only the only weapon that Tyron has is the fucking right hand, the big right hand. He steps back, steps back, hits the cage, and blitz forward to, uh, to, to hit you with that right, to hopefully catch you, daze you, and then continue to the onslaught of uh, power shots. I just think Till's going to be able to pressure him, pressure him against the cage and not get caught with those blitzes. He's going to be able to fucking get off to the sides, dip off to the sides, maybe land something at an angle. And I think he catches uh, Woodley because he he lands short punches with a lot of power. Uh, Till does. And that's what that's what I'm very scared of. And I thought the wrestling was going to be a factor. It's just I. He just doesn't do enough of it. I think he tends to want to strike more with people, and he he's leaned on that more in the UFC while he's been there. More of a patient striker to to get you with that right hand. I think this pressure heavy striker is going to give him a problem and probably put him out. I, I could see it being stopped in the late second, early third. No, sorry, this is a five rounder. Yeah, it's a five rounder. Yeah, probably third or fourth. I could see it being stopped. Late third, early fourth. Okay. I just think Till's going to be able to stop the the takedowns. I think with his technique and his size, I think it's going to be enough to stop 
Woodley's wrestling, and then it then it becomes the striking game. And I don't I don't like Woodley. I'm not I'm not taking Woodley in a striking battle between Woodley and Till. I I can't do it. Wood, Woodley won the 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 battle of patience versus Stephen Thompson, but that's Stephen Thompson's game too. It's the battle of patience. He landed the right hand, and uh, well, he didn't even win that one where he landed the right hand and dropped uh, Thompson. No. He went to a draw. But he did have the better of the striking exchanges. I don't think that's going to be the case here because we have a completely different striker. Till's just going to come forward, going to come forward, and I think he's got good defense to where he avoids avoids this guy's shots, stops the stops the shot on the takedowns, and he's able to t- uh, tire out Woodley to where he can la- uh, land the shots and start picking them apart. And I had Woodley for a while, but. Just kept going over it. I'm leaning towards Woodley. Um, I do believe in everything you said about Darren Till. I just I don't know. I hate to pick him, but I'm I, I yeah. Dude, Woodley could come out and double leg him, and just hold him down and beat the fuck out of him on the floor. Because we haven't till we haven't seen Till tested with. With a wrestler, but I just don't. Th- I don't think Woodley's going to do that. And if he starts off striking, I think he's going to get a little tired. Start zapping some energy. Unless that's his game plan from the start. Just, hey, fuck you, dude. Uh, I'm a. I'm a fuck you up in the wrestling department. And that's that. Are you worried about Till's weight cut? Yes. Yes. Very. Very worried. But these motherfuckers have to start getting professional. He's had enough time to where he can drop a little bit of muscle mass. To where it's not as bad. Like, his, these guys want to come in, like, gigantic. His nutritionist seems very confident that he's mm-hmm. going to make weight. They well, they can do it if they do it smart. They know how to do it. Like, Till, I don't think Till had a nutritionist last time. No. Well, and he had that uh, family emergency thing yeah. in the middle of his weight mm-hmm. cut and then was at the hospital and shit like that. But he was still came in way too heavy. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I I would I will be happy as fuck if Darren Till wins. I like Darren Till a lot. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Tyron. Yeah, the UFC kind of needs him right now too. They do because Tyron Woodley's got the chokehold. Yeah, well, yeah. Tyron Woodley's got the belt. He's not a drawer, but no. We need and someone people, else with some power. And he pisses people off, so they fucking hate him. Like me, yeah. I'm still blocked. Fuck you, Woodley. <laughs> Fuck you. Been blocked since What'd you tell him? I kept, I kept fucking trolling him, telling him that he was going to get head kicked, knocked out by Wonderboy Thompson, and hashtagged him, hashtag one and done champ, like a lot. And the day of the weigh-ins or the day before the weigh-ins or something, he fucking blocked me. So I, I didn't even, I couldn't even see him and Connor going back and forth on Twitter talking shit to each other. Couldn't mm. see it. It was blocked. Like, I kept seeing people retweeting it, and I was like, who's talking shit? What's going on? <laughs> I'm blocked. Message him on another social platform. Be like, hey, can you unblock me, bro? <laughs> I'm not going to fuck. Fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Your co-main event, 
finally defending her flyweight title champion Nico Montano taking on the number one ranked bullet Valentina Shevchenko. Nico Montano has the greatest opportunity of her life to shut up the MMA world, the MMA community, the MMA experts. Everyone's been talking shit about her. She has the opportunity to shut everyone up, but I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> no, I don't think so either, man. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. This is like... Like, Valentina... I mean, we know Valentina's dangerous as fuck on her feet, but... She can do work on the ground too. Yeah, we've seen her we've seen her improve a lot. Yeah. She's her last two wins have been by submission. Mm-hmm. And like beautiful technique. Not that, just like I'm gonna hurt you and catch you in a submission. No, we're we're on the floor and I'm gonna shoot this arm or I'm gonna shoot up for this arm bar real quick. Poof. Shoots up the legs, gets the arm, fucking shoots the arm under their legs to get the nice angle. Boom, gets it, locks it up. She's got good technique, man. Yeah. Not only in the striking, but in the in it's it's transcending into the jujitsu, my friend. Jujitsu, my friend. Yeah, that uh what'd she get Pena with? Was it an armbar? I think it was an armbar. Yeah, that was fucking nasty. I don't remember the Priscilla uh Cochera fight. I might have missed that one. I don't know. But I I don't I don't think she's going to get beat by Nico Montano. Sorry, Nico. She could be tough as she wants, but I, I, I even, I think Shevchenko stops her. I think she gets to finish. I think so too. I think so too. It's not, it's not gonna be good, dude. It's just like just seeing them train, like just seeing their training. You can see the fluidity so much more in the years of experience that Shevchenko has had. She's been training since she was, I think, seven. I was gonna say six. I could or be seven. mistaken. Yeah. Because she started Taekwondo, then moved to Muay Thai, champion of Muay Thai, and then eventually made her way into MMA. Her and her sister are, are fucking animals. They're savages. Yeah. yeah. They're alphas. Yeah. like They are alpha females. They both want to fuck you up. Mm-hmm. And then she shoots guns, like, all crazy. Yeah. She's like a badass, like, marksman. She's got a fucking not gun even... tattooed on yeah. her. It's not like she likes guns. It's she's a marksman. Yeah. Like she's a gun expert. She could kill you. Yeah. From a long range. And I find her accent I find accents sexy. Yeah. I don't know. Kind of. I mean, yeah. I, I find accents sexy. Valentina is kind of sexy. I think her sister's the better looking of the two, personally. Yes. Yes. But yeah. So we both got Valentina Shevchenko. Yeah, by, I think so. By murder. Mm-hmm. By physically pulling the gun tattoo <laughs> off her side and shooting Tanya in the face. Uh, third fight of the card, number 15, Zabit Magomed Sharapov taking on Brandon Davis. Davis coming in Thank on you. short notice. Thank you, Brandon Davis. Yeah, because you're not only for saving a year, but for letting us watch uh, Zabit. I, re- I did not want to not see Zabit. I want to see him in there, and uh, I want to see him slowly climb up the rankings, but if they want to shoot him up there, go ahead. Jair kind of stopped that. I think they were going to use Jair as a springboard of sorts. Oh, for sure. Jair's name, definitely. I Mm -hmm. agree. Uh, 
Zabit, uh, possibly my favorite fighter right now, uh, pending this next performance. I want because I want to see him. I really want to see him. Like he's one of the most anticipated fighters that I want to see. From his, probably since like day one, since I saw him in the UFC, just because he's so well rounded, and he's so like he's on he's on another level than these guys. And uh, Brandon Davis is tough, so we might see the. We might see him show off some of his skill sets. I hope so. I hope so. I'm. I'm. Yeah, I was very happy that Brandon Davis was willing to step in and fight Zabit, so we didn't lose him on this card because Yair got hurt, which is still undisclosed. I'm. I want to give him the benefit of the doubt, but I don't think we've even heard what it is, and. I, I mean, I got ripped apart by Derek Bow for saying it, but I said it. Mm-hmm. I think he's scared. Because he remembers what it's like to be under a guy that's got strong wrestling and good ground and pound. He got his face closed up by Frankie Edgar. What sucks is I, I really want to see this because I thought it was going to be a fair matchup of two very, very good skill sets. For sure. And, and I thought they were pr- probably evenly matched, so I thought we were going to see a good back and forth, good back and forth, probably going to a decision. Well, now we fucking lost it. Like I thought it was, good. I thought we were going to be able to see high level MMA on, uh, well, not even on the undercard, just not even in a co-main event or a main event. Like when do you when do you get to see two guys that are that highly skilled in both, not only the ground, but in. Uh, in the, well, striking, but striking in the ground as and well. The ground, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Zabit's got good striking, and he's good on the ground, so. And I, I'd probably give him the wrestling advantage, For too. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're not a wrestler. Flashy striker, not a wrestler. Flashy striker with some, he reminds me of Bettis. Flashy striker with some good submissions. Zabit's a whole nother animal, though. Yeah. He's this animal, you don't want that smoke. Mm-mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> Zabit, I got yeah. You gotta you gotta figure he's gonna take it in this short notice uh-huh. fight for Brandon Davis. Magomed Sharipov. Ah, the second fight of the night of the main card. I'm excited for this fight. I think this this is a good good test fight for both women. Yeah, I love me some Carolina. I love me some Carolina too, and Jessica Andrade is a beast. Yeah, a beast. Didn't Carolina get fucked up on the ground? Like her only one, like I believe so. One out of her two losses. Yeah, as I say, she lost to Joanna, uh, and then Claudia submitted her. Yeah, fuck. Uh huh. I know. I know she's been working on her submissions and working on her ground game, but how how much has she been doing that to be able to counter affect the fucking bulldozer and Jessica Andrade? Not like, enough. I don't, Andrade's going to take her down, and she's going to yeah. try to beat on her. Mm-hmm. I think Andrade wins this. Andrade is a pit bull at 115 yeah. pounds. Like she was tough at 135. Yeah, and she's, she's at 115 doing it. Right. She's a beast, and she could easily go to 125. Yeah. I thought that's where she was going to make her way, but she's like, nah, I can make 115. Yeah, I mean, if you're still able to make 115 comfortably, fuck it. You move up when you're struggling with the weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to take Andrade in this fight, actually. 
She's young too, twenty six. They're both young. Yeah. Uh, Carolina's thirty two, but still. Um, she almost into her prime, or you know, in her in the midst of her prime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Jessica as well. It's just there's too much of a gap in the grappling. I think. Yeah, that's that's where it's it's gonna be the difference, I believe, as well. Mm-hmm. Your opening fight of the main card: Abdul Razak Alassan taking on Nico the Hybrid Price. Uh, Alassan nine and one, Nico Price twelve and one with one no contest because he busted positive for weed. Boo. Nico getting on the main card. Yeah, yeah, good for him. Well, Nico's you know he's on the two fight win streak. Well, dude, we we've seen him like on nothing but like the undercard or like the fucking yeah. the the prelims or the sorry the the fight pass shit all day. He's been like on fight pass like at least two of his fights have been on there. Damn, he fought Joe Ban a while ago. Alasan also on a two fight win streak. Oh yeah, that's right. I remember that that was when he fought. Uh, Hamasi the first time at UFC 218 won by controversy and then he knocked out Hamasi. Oh yeah, he came back and killed him, right? Yeah. How did he win the first time? You remember? Or no, he lost the first time, right? No, nope. he won. He won the Didn't first Didn't they time. both drop each other or something? Yeah, but I think they gave the fight to they gave the fight to Alassane. Um Because I remember the crowd going ape shit because there was a lot of Sabah Hamasi fans there. Like his yeah, I think, I, I think he like caught Hamasi, and Hamasi wasn't out like clearly, but the ref jumped in and stopped it. Yeah, something then, like that. It was super quick in the first round, I think. Yeah. Yeah, round one TKO. I mean, I was there, but I don't remember anymore off the top of my head. I haven't watched that fight again since that live. <laughs> I just remember the rematch. Hey, they wanted to pay him again. Alassane didn't uh, didn't leave anything to be questioned. No, didn't he flatline him, knock him backwards? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember that one. Yeah, he knocked him the fuck out. I also remember Nico's last fight, too, is where he trapped Randy Brown in, like, an armbar situation, kind of, but in between his feet. Yeah. And then he just started ground and pounding him, and he fucking knocked him out yeah, all that weirdly. Was cr- that was crazy. Yeah, from ground and pound position. Nico's got good submissions. He's got submission capabilities. He's got submission wins uh, over Brandon Thatch and George Sullivan. And then uh, knockout wins over Alan Joban and Randy Brown. And I don't remember. He beat Alex Morneau, but I don't remember what it was. I just remember it got overturned. Because of the ganj. Bullshit. Ooh, who you got, brother? I'm going with Nico Price, but I expect this to be a badass fight. Yeah, I'm going to go with Nico, I, too. Yeah, I'm going with Nico just because um, I've been watching him for a while. We've been, we've been watching him for a while. I'm talking about him for a while now. He seems to be fighting every other fucking week. Let's see. He fought in September. Or no, he's fighting in September. He fought in July. He fought in January. Fought in October. Fought in August. Damn, yeah, dude. He just he just fights. Yep. You want it? Let's go. I got it. That's what he. That's what he's. That's what he's been doing. Yeah, he fought four 
four fights in the past year, and he's gonna be it's gonna be five. Eh, give or take a month, but it'll be five fights that he that he that he'll he'll do in a, in a year. God damn! With one with one loss, depending on this one. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Nico. You got to You got to take Nico. I like I like Allison's chances though. If yeah, can, it's gonna can, be a good fight. We can turn it into a scrap. Nico gets it to it, the ground. It's a different animal. Yeah, Al Hassan's shown some good, powerful striking, too, so that's kind of scary. But Your featured prelim fight, number six, Carla Esparza, taking on number nine, Tatiana Suarez. The Cookie Monsters coming off of a win over Gedalia, right? No, loss to Gedalia. Split decision. Controversial loss to Gedalia. I remember the booze in the, in the arena I was there. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was Chicago, wasn't it? Yeah, Ooh, come on, everyone, give it up for it was a well fought fight. That's what Rogan was saying. <laughs> oh yeah, wasn't Claudia, Claudia was getting booed? Yeah, yeah. Didn't Claudia think that they were booing fucking Carla and they were? She was like, "Don't boo Carla. She she fought well." Yeah, yeah, something like that. Some dumb shit. Uh, yeah. I I don't know. Um... This fight's interesting because we have Carla, the wrestler, but then we have Tatiana Suarez, the Olympic wrestler. Oh, yeah. Tatiana Suarez is that girl that got sick, I think, off of the Ultimate Fighter, got really sick, had to go away for a while, and now she's here. She dominated her last fight. I forgot against who. Uh, Your girl. Ah, Alexa Grasso. Alexa Grasso. She submitted her. Yeah. Uh, she also dominated the shit out of Vivian Pereira in the fight before that, mm-hmm. outstriking her seventy-one to thirteen with four takedowns and thirteen passes. And she submitted mm-hmm. Amanda Cooper on the Ultimate Fighter uh, finale. Cooper. Oh, that's right. She won. Yeah, she won the Ultimate Fighter, and then she disappeared for fucking ever. Yeah, she got sick. She, I think, she had some type of cancer or some yeah, type of sick, some kind of sickness. Yeah, and um, I'm going with her just because from what I heard, she should be a fucking beast, like a dominating champion. And she should climb her way up to the top. Thyroid cancer survivor. Ooh. Okay, yeah. It's in her biography on the uh, UFC's website. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I'm going with Tatiana. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take Tatiana. That reach, four inches of reach and four inches of height. This is going to be a good fight too, man. Uh, I should mention the prelims will be on FX because college football. Uh, number eight, Aljamain Sterling taking on the Spartan number ten, Cody Stamen, Michigan boy. All right. Cody from Sparta, Michigan, which is like 25, 30 minutes away from Muskegon. Who did he last fight? I remember that name. Stamen's fought. Uh, Stamen's got his name for beating people that. Okay, he just beat Caraway. Yeah, he beat he beat Caraway, but before that, he beat Tom Dukenwa. Mm-hmm. And he also okay. beat Tyrion Ware in his debut. Okay. 
Sterling's not from Michigan, right? Aljo, Funk no. Aljo's from New York. He trains. Oh, he New trains, York, New York. He trains at the uh, Sarah Longo team. He's also real estate partners with Ally Aquinta. Coming off of a unanimous decision win over Brett Johns back in April. Before that, dabbing himself against Marlon Morris. I'm going to go with uh, Stamen. 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 Um... I don't know. I just think he's going to be able to outstrike Sterling. I think he's stronger than Sterling. I think he'll be able to control him if he wants to. Yeah. You I saw what he could do against Duke and Wah. I just, I don't know. Dude, his wrestling is definitely better than Aljamain Sterling's. Sterling's yeah. got probably pretty good jujitsu, but. Caraway didn't even catch him. No, Stamen's a fucking, he's a Michigan fucking wrestler. I think he wrestled at Grand Valley State, too, if I'm not mistaken. I think he wrestled Hulk Hogan as well, if I'm not mistaken. He might have in front of in front of ninety thousand people at the Pontiac Silverdome. Yeah, I think so. I think that's what the tale is, <laughs> or whatever the indoor record is that they made yeah. up. Yeah, I've got Cody Stamen. I gotta I gotta pick the Michigan guy. Without a doubt, gotta go with the with the boy from Michigan. Ooh, goddamn! I didn't even know this fight was on this card. It's kind of. Hidden in there, right? Just kind of snuck in there. It snuck in as fuck. The second fight on the prelims is where you're going to stick Jimmy Rivera and John Dotson. Really? Yeah, that's where they're putting them. Holy shit, dude. Unless, unless we have the unupdated one and they'll, they're switching it with the Hassan and Nico Price fight, which would, to me, I, I'm not I'm not trying to talk shit or anything, but that's just how it would make more sense to me. I would think so, too. I would switch those two fights up, but you know, who knows? Especially it being a pay per view. Yeah. Yeah. You got. Who though? This is a good fight. Jimmy Rivera coming off yeah. of that that loss. His first loss in like what twelve years or some shit. Yeah, and devast in devastating devastating fashion. fashion. Marlon Marias taking on John Dotson, the only guy that's beat Marlon Marais in the UFC. People people say uh, Dotson won that one, right? I think Marais won that fight. Yeah, sorry, the, the other way around. Yeah, it was a one. super close fight. I thought I oh. thought Marais won it personally, but it was a very... And wasn't it Marais' first fight in the UFC? Yeah, it was. And he asked for the best guy he could get, and he got John Dotson. That's good. Yeah. 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 Interesting why it's put here, but uh, it's going to be a badass fight. There's some. There's some fight of the night. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Wait a minute. Here. John Dotson did lose to Marais by decision. Who did Marais fucking? A Sun Sao. Oh, he it was a Sun Sao that beat him by uh, by decision. That's right. Mm. That's the one I had Marlon Marais winning. That he lost was to a sunset. Mm. The the Dotson and him fight was close. Dotson got two takedowns. That's kind of where Dotson thought he won the fight. But yeah, close fight. Uh, so yeah, Dotson coming off of his win over Pedro Munoz back in March. 
Oof. I don't know, man. This is it's a tough fight, dude. This is a hard pick. This is a hard pick. Dotson's quick and 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 likes to hit you with a lot of fucking strikes and in and out. How's Rivera? I I got it. You got a question? How Rivera is gonna is coming back from that loss? Like where he, nasty yeah, knockout. where he is mentally. So I don't know. I'm gonna take Dotson. That's who I wanted to take too. I'm I'm going with Dotson. Yeah, I'm gonna take Dotson. Well, maybe hopefully we'll see a rebounded Jimmy, and it won't really be a problem. We'll get a great fight. <laughs> Opening fight of the prelims, Charles Bird taking on Darren Stewart. Um, I know I've seen Bird fight. I just can't remember him. He fought John Phillips. Got a submission. Yeah. First round. All of his fights have been by submission. He beat yeah. Jamie, uh, Jamie Pickett back in July on the Tuesday Night Contender Series. Made his debut in August of 2017. And then fought John Phillips back in March. Some of the contender series then, I think. Stewart is been in the UFC for quite a while. Well, since 2016. Most recently has a win over uh, Eric Spicely by knockout back in May. His only win in the UFC. His only win in the UFC, yeah. Gotta watch out for those submissions there, Mr. Stewart. Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh Charles Bird. Yeah, I'm gonna take Bird too. Kid Dynamite. We oh. call it the kid submission. Yeah, no shit. A lot of old fighters on the prelim early prelims. Uh Diego Sanchez taking on Craig White. I can't believe Diego Sanchez is still fighting in the UFC. <laughs> Seriously. Is he the dream? Is he the nightmare? What he's, is he? He's the nightmare this time. Okay. He's the nightmare. The dream nightmare. The nightmare to the dream. The night dream. Yeah. The dream mare. Man, I don't know. I don't even really know anything about Craig White. He lost to Neil Magny by knockout, but I'm probably going to pick him because Diego Sanchez hasn't won a fight since when? Since 2016. God damn. I'm going to go with Diego Sanchez. Granted, it was to Ally Aquinta and Matt Brown. Mm -hmm. But, I mean. I'm going to go with Al. I I mean, sorry, Al. I'm going to go with uh, Diego. I hope hope Diego wins and he goes out and just hangs the gloves up. Just calls it a day. No way he wants to fight Cowboy next. No. No. <laughs> Cowboy's going to fight Mike Patty. Yeah, but after. No. Uh-oh. Did I lose you? Might have lost Rafa. <laughs> Rafa. Hopefully he didn't lose internet. We've been having connection issues this evening. 
Uh, Jim Miller is going to be taking on Alex White. Jim Miller is coming off of, I believe, back-to-back losses. Come on, Internet. There we go. Jim Miller coming off of back-to-back-to-back losses. Who has not won also since 2016, losing to Dustin Poirier, Anthony Pettis, Francisco Trinaldo, and most recently Dan Hooker by knockout. We lost Roth. Try to call him back. <laughs> Sounds like I'm fucking deep sea fishing or some shit. Nope. We lost Rafa. All right. Well, we'll finish the card out and go in and see if he tries to come back at some point. Uh, Alex White... So slow sometimes. Uh, Alex White's coming off a loss to James Krause back in January. Before that, he had a knockout win over Mitch Clark in September 2017. And a win over Artem Loboff by unanimous decision. Oh, Rafa fucking tried to call me, I think. Nope, we lost Rafa. His internet went out. I'm just messaging him back. And... There we go. Okay, so yeah, let's keep this rolling. Uh, Alex White... I'll take White over Jim Miller, another guy I kind of hope retires. I love Jimmy Miller a lot. I've loved watching Jimmy fight over the years, but it's it's time to time to hang up the spurs, bro. You you got to Um Irina Aldana, oh Raf, you didn't get to talk about your girl. Irene Eldana taking on Lucy Podolova. Podolova has two back-to-back win or two back-to-back wins over Ji Young Kim and Sarah Morris. Sarah Morris, fuck. Both by decision, and Eldana is ranked number twelve. This is a decent fight for her. She's got a win over Talita Bernardo after a rough start to her career against Caitlin Chukagian and Leslie Smith. Aldana, like I said, number 12. Pudilova, number 13. Mm. I'm going to take Aldana by decision. Maybe maybe she knocks out Pudilova. But I think these two are going to go the distance. And I think Aldana can finally string two together in a row and show a lot of that hype that, that she came in behind her and Alexa Grasso. So I like Aldana. I know Raf does too. 
Jared Brooks stepping in on short notice to take on Roberto Sanchez. Brooks coming off the loss where he accidentally knocked himself out trying to slam Shorty Torres in a fight that I thought Jared Brooks was winning. Uh, Roberto Sanchez is coming off of a win over Joby Sanchez back in February by submission. Um, short notice fight. Brooks got to watch out. I'm going to take Sanchez by submission. And your opening fight of the night, Jeff Neal taking on Frank Camacho. Uh, Frank the Crank Camacho, is it? Yes, Frank the Frank the Crank. Uh, Camacho coming off of a loss to Drew Dauber back in January. And Jeff Neal is coming off. Two wins in a row over Brian Camozzi and Chase Walden. Take take the hands of steel, man. Take the hands of steel. Couple news stories, and then we will bid you adieu. Uh, Jason Knight to fight Jordan Rinaldi at UFC 230. Um... Taking place November 3rd. Happy birthday to me. I get to watch Hick Diaz. I like Jason Knight. Uh, He's lost three fights after starting 4-1 and in the UFC. uh, Losing a split decision most recently to Marquand and Mirakani back in May. Um, Prior to that, Knight had earned wins over Chase Skelly, Alice Caceres, and Dan Hooker. Rinaldi... Uh, coming off of a first round TKO loss to Gregor Gillespie back in January. Ooh, Rafa. Yeah. Oh. Wait. Do I got you? Yo. Yo. Yo, sorry about that. I think uh, it's my internet. It's all good, brother. Uh, I finished out the card. Um, cause I just couldn't, didn't stand here with dead air, but, uh, good. Do you want to give any thoughts about the Aldana Putaloa fight in particular? Cause I know that's your girl. Um, let's go Aldana. She's had a fucking tough time in the UFC. Yeah. I took Aldana too. I think this is a good fight for her to, to get on track, get herself. This will be two wins in a row. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Jason, Jason Knight to take on Jordan Rinaldi at UFC 230. I just got into news. I'm on the second okay. story. Uh, Junior Dos Santos versus Tai Tuavasa announced as a UFC Adelaide headliner. Um, this is going to take place in December. That's going to be an interesting fight because is it too fast for Tuviasa uh, or is it? Or is he just at the right spot and he's going to put it on Los Angeles? I don't know, man. I like Tuavasa, but he's, I mean, he just beat Andre Arlovsky. Mm-hmm. But that was a close fight. Is it? 
is he ready for the caliber of striker that Junior Dos Santos is? Exactly. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I think he's going to take a lot of damage this fight. I mean, he he went a five-round decision with Ivanov. That's hard. I mean, Tuovasa's got some power, so maybe he can knock Junior out. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the aforementioned sister of Valentina Shevchenko, Antonio Shevchenko, or Antonia, sorry, is uh, set to make her UFC debut versus Ashley Evans-Smith, targeted for Tough 28 finale. Yeah, because Valentina's sister won, right? Yep. Oh, no, Valentina. Yeah. She won the Tough, not her Tough debut, her she won the, Tuesday uh, Night contender. contender Series. Yeah, no, she's got a really good striking background, so it's good to see her get thrown in there right away. Yeah, and Ashley Evans missed a good fight for her. That's a, that's a tough, tested uh, UFC veteran. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, it is. Not a bad spot at all. Mm-mm. Oh shit! I didn't know that. I thought she was the younger sister of Valentina, but she's actually the older of the two. Oh damn! By a lot. Does not say the story. Just says uh, Antonio Val- or Shevchenko, Valentina's older sibling, will face Ashley Evan Smith in a flyweight bout at Tough Twenty Eight. All right. Does not say her age. We'll find out. Find out soon. I mean, I could probably look it up, but I'm not going to do it right now. (laughs) (laughs) Baby Slice, uh, a.k.a. Kevin Ferguson Jr. will be taking on Corey Browning in his lightweight debut in Bellator. Um. What's he been fighting at before? He he's fought uh, catchweight fights at 160 and 165, as he's gradually made his way down from 170 pounds. Um, now he's going to be fighting at 155 at Bellator mm-hmm. 207, which is going to be headlined by the heavyweight Grand Prix semifinal bout between Matt Mitrione and Ryan Bader. Roy Nelson and Sergey Karatonov are also going to clash in the co-main event. All right. Is, it a, is, is that a pay-per-view or is that just a regular? That's just a regular event, right? Uh, it's a regular event. It might be on. Disney all right, I'm, all right, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I'm not getting. I, I don't know if I want to get the zone. <laughs> I'm not getting the zone. Nope. I will. I will break down and get ESPN Plus. Maybe at some point, but I might get that one though. Yeah, I'm going to get ESPN Plus, and I'll just get rid of Fight Pass. Um, Claudia Gadelia is going to meet Nina Ansaroff at UFC 231, which will take place in Toronto on December 8th. Uh, Ansaroff just coming off of the win over Random Marcos just a couple weeks ago. Engaged to be married. Yeah, engaged to be married. It's an interesting fight. 
Um, Gedalia did not look great against Carlos Sparza. And uh, Nina did look pretty good against Marcos. It looked like she put it on as the rounds were going. Nina has gotten on. better every time I've watched her fight. Yeah, uh, she definitely. En- she enters the octagon on a three-fight winning streak over Randa Marcos, Angela Hill, and Jocelyn Jones-Lyberger. And this would give her a chance to break the top ten division. Break into the top ten. Uh, answer off that is. I like that fight. I like that yeah. fight. I mm-hmm. also like this fight. Uh, Edson Barbosa versus Dan Hooker is booked for UFC 31 or UFC on Fox 31, which oh, yeah. more than likely will be the last <clears throat> event in the UFC and Fox partnership. We get to see Barbosa back and Hooker. Yeah. Yeah. It's... That's uh that's a good fight. Two guys I like to scrap. Yep. Down for that one. Uh also added to or announced for UFC on Fox thirty one, a fight between Jessica Rose Clark and Andrea KGB Lee. That's gonna that's gonna hurt me to pick. I like both those ones. Uh, <laughs> I like Jessica Rose I'm gonna... Clark. I'm gonna go with Jessica Rose Clark just because she seems to make less stupid decisions. That being in the types of people she seems to marry. Well, um, I mean, she was dating Julian the Jackal, and he beat the fuck out of her. And yeah, he's a piece of shit you know too. What? So she's got bad choice Point in Jeff. men's too. <laughs> Point Jeff. I mean, she wasn't she wasn't married to a racist who then tried to yeah, put I, a cigarette out on that's, her. But that's another level. The racist just adds another level to it. But we don't know if Julian's racist or not. He probably is. You look at that guy. He looks like a racist. But you know, he might not act on it. Piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. He, well, he doesn't. At least doesn't have tattoos. At least that we know of. Yeah. And then also added and announced for UFC on Fox 31, Bobby Green taking on your car close. And Gerald Mershant taking on Jack Hermanson. Um, okay. Okay. Then lastly, guess who's not retired anymore? Glyson Tebow. Yay. I guess. Guess where he's going to fight? On the undercard of Chuck and Tito. Oh, not the bare knuckle boxing league where everyone else is where fighting. everyone else is going. No, no. Well, I mean, eventually, maybe, but no, he's going to fight on the undercard of Chuck and Tito. Mm. At least we might get a good fight if they pair him against someone that won't knock him out. <laughs> and they let him take steroids. Yeah, right. They should, as long as they don't get caught. Don't get caught, kids. <laughs> that's the rules. That's that's the rules. Them's the rules. Yeah, those are the rules, bro. Don't get caught. <laughs> um, I don't have anything else. That's all I got for news. 
R.I.P. Burt Reynolds. Oh, fuck yeah, R.I.P. Burt Reynolds, man. Damn it. That kind of sucks. 82 sucked. years old. Yeah. I heard he was in pretty bad condition, though. Probably. Like, his knees were fucked, his back was fucked. Like, I'm not going to pretend that I was a huge Burt Reynolds fan and all this other shit, but I liked Burt. Mm-hmm. He was in some shit I liked. Yeah. And there was this fucking series on VH1 called I Love the 70s or something like that. And they had a little segment called Burt Reynolds' Mustache. And it had a little song that goes, it's time for Burt Reynolds' Mustache. Time for Burt Reynolds' Mustache. And then it would just be a picture of Burt Reynolds' Mustache. And I think he stole Shawn Michaels' girl back in the day. Probably. At one point, at one of the pay-per-views. Yeah, I think it was Pamela Anderson, wasn't it? I think I think you're right. I forgot who it was. Hey, he banged fucking Archer's mom. Yeah, he was in uh, Archer, one of the best animated series. Dude, Archer's so good. Yeah. So good, especially the early seasons. Mm-hmm. Well, even the later on ones where Pam's on coke. Archer Vice is really good. <laughs> the seasons after that got a little weird. Yeah. But Archer Vice was really good. I was pissed off, though, because, like... The whole time, like, all the promo of this Archer Vice season was this dream where Archer is in Top Gun. So I waited that whole season for my episode with this fucking Top Gun shit. Mm -hmm. And I didn't get it. And I was pissed. So I used to have a friend who worked for this company called Screen Rant. And uh, Ant was a, a television editor. So he would go to Comic-Cons and he would have to go cover these panels and shit. And he had to go cover Archer a couple of, like, I think it was the next year after that happened or something like that. And I told him, I was like, you asked them, why the fuck didn't they make an episode of the Top Gun thing? Why did you just waste it for a promo? Yeah. And he asked the dude, they asked the creator and then he was just like, I don't know. We didn't really think about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was pissed. I wanted that Top Gun episode so bad. I was so excited for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I never got it. God damn it. Sons of bitches. Sons of bitches. I don't know. I got nothing else. Yeah, that's all I had. R.I.P. Burt Reynolds. R.I.P. Burt Reynolds. Thanks for everything. Um, yeah, that's going to do it. Make sure you guys are going, rate, subscribe, fucking YouTube, subscribe, all that shit for the Full Heel Podcast. Yeah. Um, keep an eye we out on the- covered Fall Brawl for everybody. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I got to listen to that. I got to listen to that because I love me some Fall Brawl. That's, uh, that's coming. I'm going to throw that on either tomorrow after work or Saturday. Before Boom. before the fights and shit, but I'm gonna get on that one. Uh, keep your eye out for some new content from our good friends over at the Loaded Joe's. Blake's back doing some episodes. I saw. I watched nice. a little bit of. Nice. I need I need to download for tomorrow. <laughs> oh, you got the picture? Thing? I just saw the picture you sent me. Yeah. Dying, kick the knee, break the leg. (laughs) (laughs) 
that's going to wrap it up. It's going to be an episode. It's fucking, it's a week. We'll be back to break down some fights next week. For Raphael. I'm Jeff. Thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you next time. Kick around, drink and moonshine. I pour a sip on the concrete. Put it in seats, but no, don't weep. Why Clef's in a state of sleep? Thinking about the robbery that I did last week. Money in the bag, banker look like a drag. I wanna play with Pelicans from here to Baghdad. Gun-